Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, June 2nd, 2015, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Well, Mercury is still retrograde until about 6 o'clock on the 11th of June, and we did talk about that on last week's show, but the information is readily available with a quick Internet search. But I think this is a pretty rough one. We're having all kinds of communication problems uh, because of it. But thankfully, we're here tonight. So we are excited to be bringing you one of our most popular guests this evening, Meg Benedicte, who's the creator of Quantum Access and the owner of the Mount Shasta Quantum Healing Center. Her unique work in the quantum field helps, our, helps clients and students quickly to shift consciousness, unlock karma, and remove energetic patterns so they can accelerate their personal ex- ascension. Through her webinars, radio shows, speaking appearances, and blog and personal guidance, she shares the dramatic effects of quantum access and is a constant light on the planet. She's also the author of Soul Realized, Unlocking the Sacred Keys of Becoming a Divine Human. Her websites are newearthcentral.com and mountshastaquantumhealingcenter.com. We always look forward to having Meg on our show. At the top of the show, it's the Starseed News with Anastasia, bringing topics of interest that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we'd like to thank Fiona for hosting the switchboard this evening. And Claudia, if she ever gets through, she's having uh, trouble with the uh, communications, as I said earlier. We also have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com. And thanks to Tammy for her dedication to the forum. You can download our show podcasts on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk Radio episode page. Just look for the cloud with an arrow icon. The toll-free number for StarseedHotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. Remote healing sessions for people and pets are also available with Tammy. And if you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when it happens by requesting your solar return timing. And if you would like an interpretation to go along with that, please allow at least six weeks or two months to um, to get those appointments set up. So first this evening... I want to, I would like to introduce Anastasia, but she's one of the people that's having problems getting through. She just called me before the uh, show and let me know she's tried seven or eight times to get in, and she will continue to try. And um, our other switchboard host, uh, Claudia, is also having trouble getting through. But thankfully, Fiona is here. Yay, thanks, Fiona. Glad you got on. So um, I guess 
and, and I, Meg is not quite here yet because usually we leave time to do the news. So, um, <laughs> Lavendar, are you there? Yeah, I just walked back in, yes. Okay. Well, Anastasia called me before the show, and I mean just two minutes ago, and said that she's having trouble getting through, and she's tried you know, seven times when she called, and she's still trying to get through. So she's not able to get in at the moment. So And, and um, Meg isn't here yet because I told her to wait until after um, or near the end of the news. So um, you want to just chat about um, Mercury retrograde, the last Pleiadian lineup, um, the Crystal Quest, anything you want to chat about? Okay. Well, this Pleiadian lineup, I noticed, um, brought some upgrades. What I mean by upgrades, um, people that have the starseed codes in their bloodline and their soul records, um, there seemed to be a an upliftment of, uh, of codes and energies that were passed on and a lot of people, uh, I've gotten a lot of emails from people that told me that they, you know, had to go to bed for two or three days during Pleiadian lineup because the energies were so strong and, and they just felt like that they, they needed to be still. I also found that on this Pleiadian lineup that we've got a lot more um, walk-ins that have come to the planet. There was a, a whole group of Pleiadians that came down to, to do walk-in duty, and a lot of them are temporary. They're not permanent, although there were some permanent ones that came and exchanged and, and let the other Pleiadians go back aboard ship. But I'm noticing, and I call them drop-bys because they seem to uh, connect to the galactic GPS locator in a person's head, and they'll sit there for like 10 or 15 minutes, especially if it's a person that's a counselor or a healer, someone's doing work, and they'll infuse their their knowledge with the person's knowledge and then they leave and sometimes um after this happens you go wow who was that masked man or what just happened or <laughs> how did i know that um it, it's because the the infusion of the the walk-in drop-by energy is attaching to this gps locator that has been you know some people were born with them other people uh, received them later in life they're implants. They are um, coated in the blood. There's crystalline implants. There's titanium. There's there's all kinds of implants that will be given uh, from the starship Bethlehem, from the Pleiadian ships, to the Pleiadians on the planet to give them extensions of help uh, as the, as it's needed. So that was uh, something that I got to witness. Of course, we had our uh, starseed quest in Arkansas. Uh, at the beginning of the Pleiadian lineup, and uh, th then they left and went home on, as it was ending. And I noticed that this particular group was so grounded and was so reverent and had so many special talents that they were able to share with, with, uh, with each other. Um, it, I just can't say enough about this last – I mean, every group has been wonderful. We've had so many unique experiences through the years. But there was something about this one that just took us a little bit higher in frequency and knowingness, and it seemed that everybody had done their homework before they arrived. When I say homework, I'm saying that a lot of them had, had worked on themselves to where they, 
they had cleared karma, they had cleared uh, things that weren't working in their life, they had their sleeves pulled up, and they were ready to, to go into action. Didn't you feel that, Ariel? Yes, yes. They were they were very steady, and and that's saying something, because when you get into that energy field in Arkansas, the crystal energy is so strong that sometimes people get a little lightheaded, they get a little goofy, they, um, you know, have trouble being grounded. But even in that, that energy, um, yeah, this, this last group, and I'm looking forward to, um, to having some of them come on the air and share their stories after Mercury goes direct. Um, but, you yeah, know, one of the was, things that I found most interesting to me, and you know how I'm about lightning, you know, I've been struck three times by lightning, so I'm a little, a little crazed with lightning in my life. But I noticed that um, the thunderstorms that we had uh, before they arrived, that the lightning was striking Crystal Mountain just time and time and time again. So by the time we got up to Fisher Mountain, the reverberation of the lightning into the crystals was still going on. And it was very, very noticeable to me and, and to some other people that talked about how the frequencies were so different than some some of the people had been there before, and they mm-hmm. just commented on how high the frequency beams were. And I told them, I said, well, I think it's because this mountain's been struck by lightning probably a hundred times before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, I was I was just commenting to someone the other day how um, while it I think it rained a little bit at some point every day, but it never rained on us. When we were out and about doing our stuff, they they kept the rains away. And then when we're sleeping or indoors, um, you know, it was just a very very safe environment. But yeah, that lightning um, striking the crystal—I mean, that ground was vibrating pretty pretty strongly in the first place. And yeah, yeah the energy was very very strong, and uh, a lot of people noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, very, very noticeable. And, and I thought it was um, also very interesting to see how many people were uh, attuned to the Native American um, land and how some of the activations actually affected the people where they were able to process, you know, some deep wounded feelings and they were able to release them and come out with joy on the other side, which was always a good thing to do. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I'm I'm watching the switchboard here, and I I don't see Meg's number, and uh, I know Claudia is having trouble getting in, and I also don't see um, Anastasia's number. I'm I'm scanning up and down the the switchboard list here, so um, I do have I need, a. Do I, I need to go to the other phone and call Meg? Well. Um, I can call right here. I can call her from the switchboard. Why don't you just give her a quick call and, and tell her that we um, yeah, well, if have she's, trouble with Anastasia, the news, so that she can go ahead and come on. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess um, if you want to, while I'm doing that, because you won't be able to hear me, um, talk a little bit about this Mercury retrograde, because we are uh, we're in the middle of a, of a Mercury kind of... Um, Cluster. So let me just. Um, okay, uh, I'll talk a little bit about oh, that. I'm, I'm going to try calling um, Meg. Okay. 
so Mercury retrograde finds us, um, you know, in a place where we're trying to watch our, our words and what we say. I notice that when I sometimes say something that people will hear it backwards from the way I've said it. So I really uh, take special notice about how I word things, and sometimes I'll, I'll word it twice uh, in a different way, um, especially on the phone. If there's something about the phone in Mercury retrograde that just makes a brain scramble. Um, so when people get upset with you or they something... Uh, the person you're trying to reach is not available. Please leave a message after the beep. Well... Did you talk to Meg? I did not talk to her. Um, yeah, I mean, she emailed me uh, just yesterday. Okay, okay. Well, maybe she's having a hard time getting in, too. Well, that's that's what I'm thinking, um, because, I mean, that's three. <laughs> three people, um, Anastasia, um, Claudia, and, and Meg, not able to get in. And... Um, if you would just continue talking about Mercury retrograde, I'm going to see if I can do something about this. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, we try not to buy cars or uh, things that are mechanical, computers or anything electronic, because they just seem to go, you know, a little wacko. I wish there was a way for us to find out when when uh, certain things are built with Mercury retrograde. I wish that. You know, there was a, a website that would say, okay, these cars were made during Mercury retrograde and and they just might be lemons. <laughs> but I don't guess anybody would want to advertise that. Um, what I've noticed about this particular Mercury retrograde is that it's high mental and it's fast. It's like um, your brain just gets instant information really quickly and then you kind of have to sit there and... and and, and pick it apart because uh, so much of it was fed to you so quick that you're not sure what you got when you got it. Um, it's that that staccato, that quickening of, of brain activity that happens with this particular Mercury retrograde. And it's like glitches. It's like you'll hear something and you'll only hear a half, like if you're watching TV and someone says something, you, you don't you don't get all the words. For some reason, the words just kind of go out into space. So this is um, um, a kind of hairy one. It'll be over on the 11th, I believe, of June, and we're all going to be very thankful when that takes place. Uh, let's see, what else about Mercury retrograde? People that are born with a Mercury retrograde, they love this period of time because they're able to um, function when the rest of us can't. <laughs> so... If you look at your charts and you've got Mercury and you've got an R right next to it, that that means that you were born during a Mercury retrograde, and, and you'll straighten right out when the rest of the world kind of goes goofy. Are you back? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just went to try to um, to get the live help from Blog Talk, and it's <laughs> live help. It says it's online, and then when it comes up, it says it's not available. So you know what? Um, it's just a prime example when you're talking about anything electronic or, or communications. Um, it's where Mercury can just have its way with us. <laughs> I'm still scanning the switchboard. 
So, um, well, I really wasn't prepared. <laughs> well, nor was I. I was. I'm so looking forward um, to, uh, to to talking to Meg and um, and yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let me just see if I can if I can uh, pick up her her home phone number. I was calling the office. So. Um, why don't second. you put on one of your songs that you sing okay. while we while we look for Meg? You want to do that? Okay. Can you do that? Is it available for you to? Sure, sure. Uh, and Meg, you're not on the switchboard, are you? If if you are on a different number, uh, please press one so that we know it's you. Because I'm looking through a bunch of numbers that that could be West Coast numbers. So um, yeah, let me just go ahead and do that. Okay. Um, well, let's see. You know what? I, I think um, since we were just talking about Fisher Mountain, um, I have this ready to go here. It is to the tune of a very well-known song, and the new words were um, written by our dear Tammy. So um, I hope you enjoy it. This is kind of our... our uh, Crystal Quest inside uh, theme song. Almost heaven, mountain harbor, Fisher Mountain, wash its own river. Life is old there, older than the trees Never again Atlantis, encoded in the breeze Natural state, take us home to the place We belong, crystal grid lines Galactic mama, take us home Arkansas All our memories Gather round her Galactic lady Navigating missions Star-coded alignments Painted on the sky Gathering up soul family Teardrop in my eye Natural state Take us home to the place we belong. Crystal grid lines, galactic mama. Take us home to Arkansas. Listen to the crystals in the mountains as they call you. The energy reminds us of our home far away Basking in the hot springs you get the feeling That you should have been here yesterday Yesterday Natural state Take us home to the place We belong Crystal grid lines 
galactic mama take us home arkansas natural state take us home to the place we belong crystal grid lines galactic mama Take us home, Arkansas. Take us home, Arkansas. Well, I have great news. <laughs> Meg got through. Yay! So I'm going to um, get her mic open right away in just a second. Hello, Meg. Welcome, Hi, welcome. Ariel. Hey there. Oh, thank you. Well, I kept calling in, finally got through, so perseverance wins. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and we are just, we were so excited about having you on, and, uh, um, you know, Mercury, you just have to put out more energy. It's you not do. like things can't happen, but sometimes you just have to work a lot harder than you normally would to get the same yes, result. Yes, you do. Well, I'm yeah. just thrilled to be here with you and Lavendar and, and your your family, your Starseed family. So thank you for having me on the show. Oh, you are so welcome. You're one of our favorite people. So um, <laughs> Lavendar, I'm going to let you um, get it rolling here. Okay, Meg. Well, give us some news from Mount Shasta. Tell us what's been going on up there since we okay. last talked. Okay, so, you know, all of us has kind of our own specialty, our own focus, and and my area that I always seem to be pulled to and focused on is working with the grids, working with the portals and the stargates, and and also following the astrology and the alignments, the ascension alignments. So there was intense energy here on in March on the eclipse equinox. It was what a doozy that day was. And and it was on that day, I actually did a global meditation here at, at Mount Shasta that day. And it was like all the stargates opened that day. And I've never seen it to, to that extent before. I know in 2012, we had the 3D time matrix unlock, and that's what's been unraveling and disentangling for the last three years. But on the eclipse equinox, I really got a good glimpse of the stargates opening. And so what does that mean? There, since So it's been two months since then. And couple things is I feel like we are integrating still more upgrades from that Eclipse Equinox and it's I, to me the upgrades seem to be coming in to push us up to the next level of our ascension so it's a it's a growth spurt if you want to call it and it's opening up so if you think of kind of macrocosm microcosm if the stargates opened on a, a galactic level also think of that inside you the stargates are opening inside you as well so it's beginning to come alive more of the merkaba light body is getting a huge upgrade right now our goal of course is to get that up and running and completely operational and what also so that's like in a sense an expansion and a, and and a and an unlocking and more freedom for us but then i'm also seeing at the same time since the gates have opened that there's this massive migration of 
souls leaving the planet, it seems like almost everyone I know has someone in their family who is transitioning, but you also I'm seeing massive clusters of uh, reptilian, um, Orion, Anunnaki, Draconian uh, beings leaving, and also really low conscious dark beings leaving as well. So there is this shift happening where it, it's it's in a sense highlighting the energy that's transitioning off the planet so it doesn't feel so great. But the good news is that it is starting to move and allowing us to take this planet into its full potential of where it really be in the fifth dimension and higher. So that is kind of the, the crux of what I've been noticing and in working with in, in just the last two months. And also I'm feeling the energies amp up as we're now moving into the next three weeks to the solstice. Um, that's a big day here on Mount Shasta. It always is high energy on the solstice. And I'm feeling it already. And and almost like I feel like the galactics are preparing us for another threshold breakthrough on June 21st. So this, again, the solstice is coming very soon. And the nature of that upgrade does seem to be more additional freedom, more additional expansion, more openings in our own inner Stargate's light body, and also being able to open up these these portal pathways through through the universe so it it's it's like it's like the doors are finally opening to us in ways we were not able to to access before and it's really it's intense <laughs> it's it's exciting but it's intense <laughs> are you are you having um uh, people come and do special things there are you inviting people to come up on the 21st of June I'm actually have been in the planning stage for at least a month or so where we're going to have a whole weekend festival at the healing center and we have um, some amazing bands and uh, musical guests will be playing. We're going to do a water ceremony and a tribal drumming circle. I'm going to do the global meditation and and vendors will be uh, in our garden, outdoor garden. So there'll be a lot of arts and crafts and, and that kind of thing. So we're it seemed like, you know, let's go big. This is a big day here in Manchester. Let's go big. So I'm I'm up to my eyeballs. I'm getting everything in place and time. So it sh- should be really fun. Anyone who wants to come, we'd love to see you. And um, I just, you know, I just think that you can, if you can't make it live to Shasta, you can also sign in on to the global meditation that we're doing because that will be on Blog Talk. And so you can connect into the energy as well that way, remotely. So uh, let me ask you, um, during this period of time, do you feel like that we're going to have any more um, earth changes or volcanoes or earthquakes? You know, one of the things that I was noticing about Nepal and that earthquake, it seemed to be uh, timed with a group of dark entities that left all at once. Were you able to, yes. to track that? Yeah, that's what I was picking up with some very large groups of, of dark entities leaving. And, and it's like the time's run out and they're, they're being ushered off the planet. And yeah. so that's the good news. And I, I was really beginning to wonder if I'd ever see this happening. So it's very exciting that it, it's, it's in the works now. 
And and it's interesting as you mentioned that as they unlock from the crystalline grid, there does seem to be this release happening like we saw with the earthquake in Nepal. Um, there, we were supposed to have a really big one here in California two days ago or three days ago, and and it didn't happen. So I, I think the more that people are focusing on minimizing it, we're actually affecting it in a good way. Yeah, but I, I've been very aware of some, we call them the dark dupas of, of that area in uh-huh. Nepal, the, some really dark brotherhood that had been there for, you know, a very, very long time, and we knew that they were getting ready to leave but I didn't know it was going to happen simultaneously with the earthquake, which was kind of an interesting thing to track. Yes, yes, it is. It's like a huge kind of a burst of release, isn't it? It's just like a a tension bursting um, in the grids when they they unlock. Oh, well, I, I still think we can affect it positively, though. I don't think we have to have such devastation. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Meg, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your private work? When someone calls you for a private session, can you kind of walk us through what it is that you uh, give them in a session? Oh, sure. Okay, so I've been, uh, for almost 20 years now, I I came in as a time jumper, as a walk-in in the 1994 earthquake in Los Angeles, and it took me a while to get my bearings and 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 adjust but literally within days of that earthquake i was like oh i want to do energy healing i didn't even know what that was before the earthquake so there's been this huge focus and intentions for 20 years to get through this ascension and help as many star seeds as i can through the ascension so that is who my clientele is i don't think i've worked with very many human souls. I think all who are attracted to the work I'm doing are starseed souls. And it's, it's um, um, I'm calling it, I'm branding it and calling it quantum access because it is a protocol dating back to the Zeptepi civilization in ancient Egypt, but it even goes back beyond before Earth. And it is working with opening up a portal to the quantum field. I use the sacred geometry of Metatron's cube. I use, I connect with the crystalline grid and we use phi harmonics. So we use sound waves of the golden ratio, the Fibonacci sequence. And when you combine all that together, this creates a tool, a technique that unlocks the a quantum field it opens up a portal to the quantum field and what that means then is it starts to create a swirling vortex of light it's actually spitting from your feet up and around your aura and it works on many levels um, one it is spinning counterclockwise because in the fifth dimension everything is spinning counterclockwise so we start to retrain ourselves to spin in the counterclockwise rotation. It helps us increase our frequency. We're spinning all the atoms in a faster oscillation, so our energy is increasing in frequency. It helps us clean out the chakra pillar and all the toxic sludge that's gotten stored in the cells and in the chakras so that we can actually open up our chakra pillar. Our chakra pillar is our channel. It goes all the way up to our our oversoul and to source. It gets us all open so that we can actually begin to merge the human and the soul presence 
uh, reunite the left brain, right brain, reunite the masculine, feminine. So what we're doing is we're shifting from living in duality and a dual spin to moving into unity consciousness and a single spin. And it starts to integrate everything, all levels of our being. It opens up the chakras. Each of those chakras are connected to one of the dimensions, so it opens up our access to higher and higher dimensional knowledge and realities. And, it, and when, you're bringing, when you're bringing the physical and the spiritual together, you start to work in the quantum level, you really are now operating at the minutest quanta of light. And so light becomes your medium. Light becomes your, your food. It's your nourishment. It's what you're using to recode yourself and to replenish yourself. So it's a, it's a, I think it is an ascension tool, and I've been applying it to myself and my, um, my path for the past 20 years, and I offer it with uh, private sessions. I'm really moving more towards teaching it now and doing larger and larger groups and less of the private one-on-one. Um, but when I do work with starseeds, the focus does seem to be to activate them to wherever they need to go to the next level. So it could be where we're working in their Akashics, we're cleaning up karma, we're bringing in their soul blueprint, things like that. It's just kind of gives them the boost and gives them the activations to take them uh, really fast up to the next level. It, it definitely is a, an accelerator. So what used to take lifetimes can now be done in months and years, which is quite extraordinary when you think about it. So so that's the process that I offer. It's called quantum access. I'm using the quantum vortex to as the tool. And my goal is to share this with everyone so that you can you can start to work in this this medium. You can start to apply it yourself. It it really is in a sense, the ancient knowledge, the sacred geometry of the mystery schools that we can all use. It's universal. It's not like Meg's vortex. This is a universal quantum vortex, it's, and it's available to us now. And it's so interesting, too, since I've been doing it so long. Um, all these years, I've had to kind of keep it on the on the down low, you know, keep it low-key, not do a lot of public uh, um, events and and, and it. And yet again, I feel this year, and especially that eclipse equinox in March, somehow opened things up. And I just keep hearing Metatron, who guides me daily through this work, that it's safe now to take it to the public because we're seeing this migration of the dark entities leaving the planet. Now it's safe. I think there was some concern about this technology getting in the wrong hands and and possibly being misused. So it's it's very interesting to see that I'm kind of getting like the green light, like, okay, now we can really spread this and have people working with it. It's an interesting development this year. Well, I think part of what's ha- happening as I'm, as I'm listening to you is that, you know, we've got these galactic GPS locators that are that have been turned on, uh, especially uh-huh. after 2012, in most of the star seeds on the planet. So we're beeping, and other people are beeping, and our beep beeps they're coming together. Okay, uh, I love like it. We're a homing. Each one of us is a homing device for star seeds to find us and to find each yeah. other. Don't you find that there's there's some kind of silent frequency that's happening among star seeds 
Absolutely. And when when you are in that harmonic resonance, you get such a charge, right? It's just like lightning going through you and it's just so strong and it's it, it you can't ignore it. Like it's just so strong and it's pulling you where you need to be and who you need to connect up with and what you need to do and I agree it's it is it just compels me. It's so strong now. That's that's a great description of it. I've been I've been tra- tra- tracking this uh, beep beep for some time and 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 I I'm noticing that when I travel and when I'm at airports <laughs> I really hear a lot of beep beeps throughout the airport but I of course I'm not, I don't go up and start talking to people because they're beeping but sometimes <laughs> I want to you know <laughs> so wow. I'm finding that uh, that more and more activation is happening to to the third dimensional beings that have not been awake seems yeah. like there's a a, um, a turn of, of events that somehow triggers the timing and it, it might be just simply connected to the equinoxes and the solstices it might be just as simple as that because I'm seeing it about every three to four months mm-hmm. yeah it's a th- it's a it's like a threshold point where we we hit it and then we bump up to the next level every quarter we get another one bump up and and I literally it takes me a month or two to integrate all of what just got uh, activated in the solstice of the equinox and then we're like oh here we go another one's coming and we we go to the next and it's funny because I always somehow break crystal glass anytime I hit the threshold point and I'm banged up against it and I'm moving to the next level and it always I'm I had I finally stopped buying nice crystal glasses because <laughs> I was breaking them every quarter. So it happened that in reminds last me, is it real or is it Memorex, right? <laughs> right. I'm now buying cheap glasses. <laughs> Made of oh, glass, not funny. crystal. So um what's the accommodations like there at Mount Shat? Do you have a lot of motels and, and and bed and breakfast places around there? We do have some. It's a very, very small little town. It's only 3,000 people living here. It's very small, you guys. Don't <laughs> don't get your hopes up here. But we do have a big Best Western, which is very nice. We also have some really nice, um, less less expensive types of B and Bs, and and I. Um, I think, you know, of course, we're now going into tourist season here. During the winter, this place is dead, but from May through October, that that's when it's the busiest. But it's, um, I think if you are wanting to visit, uh, I have a, an arrangement with the Strawberry Valley Inn, and they, they give 10% off to anyone that is referred by me. So that's, I really like the owners, and they're very nice. And, and so that's who I send people to. It's, it's Everything's almost within walking distance because the town is so small. It's literally probably like four or five blocks. It's very tiny. But it's um, it depends on what you are more comfortable with. So you can go B&B or you can go more of the bigger hotel. There's a beautiful resort at the golf course across uh, the freeway on the other side. So that's the most luxurious place to stay. So, yeah, you have a range, definitely have a range to pick from. Right. Now, did you finish your book? Um, do you have a book that you sell on on the on the, on your website? Um, I published a book in twenty. Let's see, actually, it's, yeah, it's January twenty ten, and it's on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles, and it's at my website called Soul Realized. I have not written a book since then, though. 
um, seems like the teaching and the training has been taking over more of my time and focus than writing another book. Maybe there's another one coming, but I haven't written another one yet. <laughs> okay. Well, tell us some more about things that you have um, experienced there at Mount Shasta. Have you had a lot of ET um, ship um, blinking on and off or seeing them in clouds? Or uh, I know that I, last um, year you were going to take a group up to the meadow they closed. Did anything happen on that trip? I have I have had some interesting experiences since I got here in 2012. So it and I had never seen anything like this before in LA. So this was it was very intriguing to me. I have seen several times with my physical eyes in broad daylight, I've seen very bright lights drop down the sky and into the mountain. So that's why I'm like, okay, we've got some friends here. This is great. And then at other times, there will be very distinct lenticular cloud ships that hang over the mountain. Other clouds are moving along, but no, this one's just is static. It's hanging there, and then, boom, it's gone. It disappears. So there, we see those, um, I would say, probably every month or so. They're They're pretty regular now. And and it's funny too, Lavendar, this was in, I think it was in 2013, I was on your show and one of those appeared right above my house and it was there the whole time we were doing our show and then it disappeared after the show. So I knew we were having some extra friendly visitors during that show. It was pretty funny. So, um, can you look out the window and see if we have one now? <laughs> We it's it's completely cloudy today. We've had storms, so I can't even see the mountain right now. It's all covered in clouds, so we don't have any. Um, although this morning there was one. There was a lenticular above the mountain this morning, but then everything kind of came in and uh, filled in. Um, I have actually my first visit up to the top of the mountain called Panther's Meadow. When I first arrived here late 2012, I went up there right before they close the mountain. They close it on November 1st because the snow starts to come in. And I was up there and sitting in the and sitting in the meadow and just trying to connect to this new land that was going to be my home and, and grounding to it and anchoring to it. And I looked up and I saw this giant white figure step out from the woods, from the trees. And I had a telepathic communication from it that it was from the inner inner earth community of Talos or Telos and and it was like a beautiful welcoming i was so shocked by it i it, it i think maybe my mind just flipped or something cuz it turned and walked back into the trees but it was it was it was extraordinary actually <laughs> so well that, I, that, from all that i've heard about Talos is that that um, some some people have experienced trying to drive up the up the hill, and all of a sudden their car will turn around and go down because they're not permitted to go. So I feel like wow. that Mount Shasta is guarded by the Talos community. Yes. So they probably came out to welcome you. That sounded like a welcoming. It felt like a welcoming. It was like I felt I felt it felt male, and it and it and I watched his arms open, and I felt like the trees were just kind of bowing, and I was. I was so stunned by it. Um, I, it was it was gone, you know. It was quickly gone. But it 
stayed with me ever since. And so whenever, so they open the mountain on July 1st. And so I usually go up there once a week through the summer and get into the the tree whirl, which is up at top at the t- upper ma- um, Panthers Meadow. And this is where we have a lot of tourists from Japan come and they, they, it's a sacred portal uh, at the mountain that they they claim is connected to Mount Fuji in Japan. And so they come and they, they leave crystals and flowers and all these beautiful little gifts at the tree world. And right below the tree world is where there's a, 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 a stream that just bubbles up and out from the mountain. And this is very sacred American Indian land and I, I can't even tell you. You just sit. You just sit there on a rock in the meadow, and all the bees are buzzing around you, and everything's in harmony, and the birds are chipping. I, mean, I can't tell you. It's just like pure joy in that space. So I'm looking forward to going up there again, and then a couple of weeks when it opens up again. Are there but, hot springs? Do you have hot hot springs in that area? We do. It's a little further north. It's about a half an hour north of the Mount Chesta City, and it's called Stortz Mineral Springs, and it's amazing. It has a, a whole, probably at least a dozen private uh, tubs that you can soak in in, in, the, in, the, in the waters, and then they have a big community wood fired sauna you can go in and and steam and then you can go outside and it has a river running right past it and people go and swim in the you know, rinse off in the river it's delightful it's amazing it's called stort mineral springs so that's the that's the highlight of any kind of springs around here oh i love that i love yes. that <laughs> so would you be willing to uh, <clears throat> uh talk to some of our our guests and uh, maybe um, give them some insight to your work. Sure, so, Arielle, absolutely. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. So if we uh, probably um, announce to the switchboard, if they're wanting to call in and talk to Meg, they need to press 1 on their keypad. That's right. And if you're listening on your computer, then um, you'll need to get on the phone and dial 917 889-8292, and then press 1 when you're prompted, and then we'll know that you want to come on the air. But we do actually have um, a few people already with um, questions for Meg. Okay. So okay, okay, Meg, I'll talk to you again later. I want to turn it over to Ariel and the switchboard because I feel like people are wanting to ask you some things. Okay, thanks, Lavender. Okay, well, um we are going to uh, see, be talking to. Is it is it James or Jamie? As soon as I get your Jamel, message. it's Jamel. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. I wasn't wasn't quite sure, but um, <laughs> you're on the air, and you have a question for Meg. Hey, Meg. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, Jamel? I'm good. I'm good. Um, my question is, um, you do a lot of healing and. The Mercury retrograde, you said a lot of information. As a matter of fact, all the ladies said a bunch of good information about things that's happening. Um, I'm at a turning point of my life where I feel like it's a new beginning because I had to deal with a lot of, um, I had to deal with cancer for one. I just mm-hmm. beat cancer. Um, a few relationship issues and friendship issues. So I was just, calling to see if I could get some type of healing or what's the best way. I mean, I meditate on a daily and um, 
doing a lot of stuff, just learning how the universe work, really. Like, um, I'm trying to get more in touch with my spiritual self. And um, I just want some advice to see if I could get some healing or if you have any okay. advice or any tips. Okay, let me just tune in with your energy here for a minute. So I go right to the heart and to the soul presence. So just tune into your higher self, your soul presence in the heart. And what I'm getting is to this full moon today is really great to help with this. And I woke up with this actually myself is to lift off. So let's just breathe in for a minute and and acknowledge and then lift off the body and release it into the light. Any kind of heavy emotional energy that has gotten stored in the body, in the cells, in the chakras. So it feels like there's a, a weight lifting off the back of your body, especially it's coming off the neck and the spine. And the back of the body is the past. So we're just going to bless the past and acknowledge that it's gotten you to this point of your ascension. Oof, there we go. We just start to release it. It kind of feels like heavy blocks of cement dropping off the back of the body. And we send it into the great central sun in the galactic core so it can be transmuted to light. Oh, there goes more. It's peeling right up out of the spine like a zipper, unzipping. There you go. We're removing some overlay circuits that don't match you. Those are coming off as well. And getting into the core presence of your divinity, which is your kundalini life force, your kundalini light. It's like a flame in your core and your soul plexus and heart. And it's working like a refiner's fire, Jamel. So it's like burning out. It's chelating out any of the, like the old sludge from the old energies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, it's just like you're in refiner's fire of source, like the white flames, and they're purifying flames. Ooh, okay, good. I can feel that shifting in you. There goes more of the old energies. And then what I'm sensing is you are in uh, moving into a new direction. So if you can imagine in front of you is your future path. It's like our future now moments in front of the body. And it's I, I'm watching your oversoul is starting to point you, kind of pivoting you to the right and pointing you in a new direction onto your soul path of light, your ascension path. Oh, here you go. You're shifting. But just keep pivoting onto it. So, whew, should we lock on? Okay, we got it. We're locking on. Whew. Whoa, okay, good. So this is where it's like we... You're moving into a new path like you're jumping tracks at a train station. You just got onto your soul track. And your feet okay. are yeah, your feet are grounding onto it. Mm-hmm. And even more energy of the past is dropping away from you behind you so that you are letting go the burdens of even the past lives. We're really letting go of our entire earth history from living in the time matrix. This is done. We're not needing to be 
present in it ever again. And so it's a disentanglement. It's like you're just disentangling from the web, from the matrix. It's dropping off the back of you. So you will continue to release. I'm still, like I said, I woke up this morning and I had some more emotional energy come off me. So we're still releasing and dumping the old, the old hologram, the old paradigm. And okay. anything you can do to keep that moving, so it could be exercise, it could be breath work, it could be yoga, it could be getting into nature. I mean, there's lots of things that people do to keep the energies releasing. But don't okay. personalize it. As best you can, you just acknowledge it and let it go. Okay. Okay. Oof. I feel so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes, you're coming into your core fire. That's what you want to stay focused inside there, your core fire, your soul right. of light. Yes. Whew. Awesome, Jamal. So, so yeah, just let your let this this is a definitely a big shift, so just let it run on its own pace. Okay. Okay, okay cool. my dear. Thank All you right, for thank calling. Thank you so much. Gratitude, man. Gratitude. You're welcome. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Jamil. Yes, thank you for having me. Okay, bye-bye. Well, that was really powerful, Meg. Oof, it's still moving. Yeah, Oof. well, once the process starts, then, like you said, it yeah. kind, of, kind of takes off on its own. It does. So um, we have uh, another caller named Diane, and okay. she's from Mount Shasta, and she wants ah. to hello. Okay, Diane, you're on the air. Uh, it's Diana with an A. I was Diana, born I'm with that. Everybody wants to call me Diane, so I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I was only in Mount Shasta for like uh, three months in 2012. I was in California for 2.2 years, and I've got, like, three books ready to publish. Um, uh-huh. I was really glad that you you um, commented on the letting go of the folks, uh, the Draconians, Reptilians, and even those from Orion, because a lot of false-like people have tried to smush me. And even the shadow government did some really horrible things. But that's all past, and the more goes, the better for me. Yeah. Um, I, a couple of, of well, just a week ago, when that when that map came out saying, oh, there's like six on the coast of California, a little 4.0 um, um, earthquakes. I just put on Facebook. I was just like told to do this. I put I put it on Facebook. I told people to just print it, erase all the circles, and rebuild the coast of California to be really strong. Well, do you know for the next day there were no more, no more, no more earthquakes? So I don't know how long that affects those, but lightworkers can do things that simple. People just don't really grasp it that, and, and it used to be harder, things that we used to do. I think we made it harder ourselves. But drinking, well, I, I just want to make sure, oh, um, just before I stop talking, the spring in the park, have you got a chance to drink that water? Oh, yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you get to do that. I love that water. I bathed in it. I drank it. I really missed it. Um, yeah. And yeah, if you could do something like... Actually, it's actually helping me heal because when I came up from Los Angeles, I had a lot of toxins in me. So the water and the air here in the, the field of nature has been very healing. It's amazing. Amazing. 
Oh, my my thing just beeps. I don't know where my charger is, so you might lose me. But if you can do a little thing like you just did for the guy before, um, my crown's recently fully open, and I got a gem in my third eye now that helps me clear out because people still are always into my field, you know, spying and stuff. So if I can have something to really just help me be strong against those who spy on light workers. <laughs> Okay, well, first of all, nobody can spy on us unless we let them. So what you want to do is contain your energy field with a private containment. I use a crystal dodecahedron orb of light around my outer boundary of my energy field for that very reason. Um, But it also works as a container in the fact that then you don't leak out your light. You're also creating this 12-sided crystal dodecahedron is the container of your light body Merkaba, which is eventually going to become a 12-pointed star Merkaba. So what I would do is let's focus on your the outer boundary of your aura, and I can do this with all the listeners, is that we're using your right brain, so you're going to use your holographic mind to visualize your private space, your sovereign space, and your boundaries around your aura. And let's have your higher selves help us, and we're going to seal up and create honeycomb shields of light around the outer boundary in the dodecahedron shape. Okay, there it goes. starting to already seal up. And it grounds at your feet onto your grounding platform. Oh, there we go. And it and it does work like a protection. It does work like a a, a fortress. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is what we have to watch for is when we move our energy outwards vertically. I'm sorry, when we move our energy out horizontally, we're opening up our container. So you want to catch yourself if you have any. I, I had to break habits of doing that and retrain myself to work with my energy vertically up and down my chakra channel. So you want to Okay. You don't want to let anybody in. Okay. Then that that's how it is then because I haven't retrained myself. But I did work with the Dolget Decahedrons in two thousand eight and I even have a picture of them twirling around me counterclockwise. But you know how you just keep learning things and you just forget that and you put it aside and it never comes back. You've reminded me to bring that back. Oh, very so, good. Very good. Yes. I'm so glad I ran into you for that reminder. And I am manifesting yeah. the Mount Shasta. There is a Stargate group of my friends are there now, um, Prajit and Alcazar, and there's Stargate. They live there now. And when I was in Sacramento, we did a lot of work together. So it's a mm-hmm. great place. They're, oh, the Hawks were amazing. <laughs> They they pretty much told me today it was time to leave. They came from three different corners of the mountain and just circled on top of me and took me right out and, like, followed me out, you know, because like, I had to get to Reading for, for a powwow, and, and I didn't want to leave. <laughs> the powwow was amazing for three days, and it's like they had a big portal there, too. Three days of their powwow in Reading. If you ever get a chance to go to that Reading powwow, it was amazing. So um, well, lots of I people do seem to come lot. and go here. Yeah, that's no. I'm watching yeah. people come and go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a light workers recharge station, and, and yep. especially with that, um, the spring that you can drink that water right out of the mountainside. Yes. Oh, yes. That 
was so amazing. And I got rid of my fear of bears because the bears hung out in the park and they didn't bother anybody. And I slept up, slept in on the mountainside. I so you you don't really have to have a hotel. You can as long as you go past the sign that says uh, that has Smokey the Bear, you're allowed to sleep anywhere past that sign. Yeah, there's a lot of camping here during the summer. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, I could go in and on. It was a wonderful place. So I am glad I turned on this show because my computer is broken and I just got the summer from the library. I don't even know what the name of the show is. I just gathered a whole bunch of numbers. <laughs> and I guess I gathered the right number. <laughs> what is the mm-hmm. name of your show? And I will let you go. <laughs> it is Starseed Radio Academy. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay. i got to write that down next to the number now. Darcy Radio Academy. Okay. Great. Thank you. All right, Diana. Well, thank you so much for calling. Bless you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that that's really interesting um, about the about the waters and the and the and the healing and all that. We have. Yeah. We have uh, a, a couple more callers, okay. and um, next we're going to talk to Randy. Let me get the mic open. Hello. Hello, Randy. Welcome to the show, and you are on the air with Meg. Go ahead and ask a question. Wow. This uh, assimilation of, of the downpour and spiritual energy on today's show has been quite um, um Amazing, infinite. So, uh, divine love and infinite gratitude. Um, can you help us with an idea towards allowing our minds to expand, to accept ourselves as infinite? And um, it's kind of like cosmogonic love that I'm sensing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's. Um how I've been able to access it through the gates is always vertically up the channel. So you go all the way up the chakra pillar. And then we move through. To me, I'll just explain how it looks to me and, and see if that resonates for you, Randy. But it looks like a stargate with the 11 colon 11 on the portal above it. It's it's one of the ascension stargates that is... Uh, bringing duality into singularity, you know, it's, it's a unity consciousness portal. And so my, when I go up the channel, I connect with my higher self and I go through that ascension portal and it takes me into the cosmic divine uh, field of light. And you can get more specific if you want to actually travel to certain destinations or you could just go in and merge with the field of light. It's really up to you. Tell me what it is that you were hoping, what you're thinking of. Uh, You know, I have these visions of myself when I ask for a sense of self of something like fire and a star and uh you know being that element and then my soul family being uh water as a contrast like a giant horse-scale waterfall i get that image of a downpouring of spiritual energy receiving it and then you know the breath as uh the air and 
and the earth itself as a place to yeah. be. I couldn't be that without that. So yeah. it's so infinite, and, and how can you squeeze that into the mind? Ah, okay. What I was, okay, so thank you. So what I was, um, what I was noticing is as I continued to run that, that channel, so I would go up, get in, and then come back down. I kept running that channel up and down, and it felt like I was eventually pulling the universe down into my heart and solar plexus. So you can visualize like a spiraling galaxy is now inside you. It's your core. Like you are now becoming the universe, and you there at this point it begins to just really like dissolve any membranes of barriers in the mind, like the mind's able to branch out and really start to unite with you being the center of your universe and you have access to all that exists in the universe. And so it it pops us away from the analytical left brain that just tries to... uh, lock things down, right? It, it opens up more into the right brain, into the into the holographic brain, the, the intuitive brain, where, and it's a, the right brain is the multidimensional brain, so you begin to see through those eyes now, and that you, that's, that universe is spiraling in your core, that you are now affecting it in, in numerous ways throughout the day and night just based on what you feel and what you think and what you visualize and what you hope. And, and so it's uh, even what you're processing, you know, it's all getting uh, in the mix. And there, I think what happens is it, it opened up my mind where I saw infinite future holograms, infinite future, like almost like slices of all these different realities, parallel realities that we can exist in or we could choose from or we can engage with. And so it it's, it's unlimited. And I love going into that field of that unlimited potential and just merging with it and allowing myself to kind of swim in it and be in it and absorb it and influence it. And so that's what I'm sensing is happening with you is you're moving more into that phase of being one with that God mind, if if that makes sense. Yes. And it's always the honoring of self to, to follow the path that leads me to assimilate some of your wisdom and grace. It's amazing. One one last thing, and then uh, to share with others. This, I ponder this, and I was guided to it. If you ask the sun or experience that sort of conscious, that cosmic awareness, and you ponder, uh, can a sun or a star receive and appreciate the love and the light of other stars, or is it too busy with expressing itself? See where that takes your mind. It's 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 really infinite and fascinating. Love yeah, it really is. Thank you, Randy. Awesome. Mm. That just takes you right out into the multiverse, doesn't it? You start to ponder the communication of the lattice between the different stars. Sure, it's amazing. And there's no use for duality when No. No. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist out there. It only exists here in the three to- 3D time matrix. There's, yeah. There's only oneness in that, in that explanation. Yeah, that's right. It gets you there by on your own, you know, in your own way. 
by considering it's, it is what able to receive. Yeah. It's so interesting, too, because when I first started getting activated and going up the channel and going into that field, I was actually afraid because I thought I would, like, disappear in it. You know, I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, people might find me, you know, like dead in my apartment. You know, do we want to do this? And I kept hearing, um, I kept hearing the Ascended Masters and the Archangels saying, you won't lose yourself in the oneness. And I thought, well, what a fascinating phenomenon. Okay, let's try it. And as I merged into the field of light, I lost my physicality, um, but I still felt my essence. I still felt my soul signature. I, I still existed, even though I was one in the field of light. It was a profound uh, a reality for me to experience. And that's really what happens. We're not... We're not losing ourselves in it. We are expanding ourselves in it. It's it's so beautiful. Thank you for being you, Sister. I love you. Uh, thank you, Randy. <laughs> so sweet. Thanks for calling, Randy. Thanks for Randy. calling in. Bye bye. Okay. Well, we just have um, one more caller at this point, and we're okay. going to Susan in just a second. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much to both of you. Meg, this is Sue in Denver. And please please invite everybody to your group on Wednesday night. Let them know that exists. Um, We we do a membership. Yeah, we do a, a membership. Uh, show every Wednesday night. Sue's part of our membership. You've been in it for a long time. And it's, I started it in 2008. And wow, that's a long time ago. <laughs> now that I think about that, we've come a long way in seven years. But it's, it's, um, it's a, it's a alternating one week is some more ascension activations that I get guided with Metatron. And then the alternating week is a live radio show on block tech that I um, do with my co-host Manette Mays. And we take, uh, just like we're doing here on Ariel and Lavender show, we take callers and, and do healings and set intentions and, and we learn together and we support each other together. And we're really dedicated to the ascension. So we've created a very powerful group energy that is, impacting the quantum field so um it's 35 dollars a month and and it's it's just a joy to meet more and more starseeds who who want to join the the membership so thank you sue for bringing that up well you're most welcome and it's the best bargain on the block (laughs) i have two two simple questions one is i'm hearing clicking in my left ear (coughs) excuse me over the past few weeks and so could I get your take on what you might think that is? Okay. Let me tune in here with you. So we're going to go into the heart, to your soul presence. Okay. Whew. Let's just focus on it. I'm feeling it in the left ear. I don't know if that's where you're having it, but I feel like we're yes. peeling something out of there right now. Let's get this out. It's like a, a obstruction. Oh, It's coming out of the inner ear. There it goes. It was some kind of an implant. Okay, so that's leaving. We're cauterizing and cleaning with the crystalline white light, source light, monatomic light. There we go. Clean that up. It's interesting. It's kind of like we're walking shrapnel. We've got a lot of these old 
They could be either dormant or dead uh, chips. Uh, there could be tracking devices. I mean, it's just we've picked up a lot of this stuff by traveling through the Stargates, especially coming through the Orion Belt, and none of this should be here. And so, in a way, you're kind of shaking out the pieces, the metal. We're cleaning out the heavy metals out of our bodies. I highly recommend doing a cleanse, everybody, on heavy metal. Um, we sell a, a product at, at the center that's the best product I've signed. It's nanotechnology zeolite, and it gets the metal out of the brain because the 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 ETs are using the, the liquid metal in the brain fluid to run mind control programming. We have to get the metal out of our brain fluid. So whew, here goes another one. Okay, that just opened up. Let's go in here now into your inner ear. Let's run a figure eight of light here, Sue, between left and right ear and balance the equilibrium off a bit here. Let's balance it. Now, I've been hearing some pretty intense sounds in my ears, like like electrical sounds. So let me ask, I'm just going to ask Metatron real quick, what, how to tell the difference, because some of it is the higher frequencies as our human antennas are pointing up into these higher dimensions and, and we're where our human ear isn't able to actually hear because they're so high, but you could hear high-pitched sounds in your ears. I've been hearing those quite a bit. Okay, but the clicking is not. The clicking was definitely hitting into some kind of an artificial device. Does that make sense? Yes, and uh, it didn't feel like it, I wanted to have it, you know, yeah. in my oneness. I was trying to put a protection around it. Ooh, still coming out. It's got like a long cord. So let's unplug it. Oh, out of the brain. There it goes. Ooh. Let's do this. Let's just do a small concentrated vortex of light in the mind of everyone who may be concerned you might have any kind of uh, artificial intelligence here or any kind of devices. So we're just going to do a real tight spin of light in the brain and at the pineal, ooh, at the third eye, and we're commanding out any energy that is not a match to your soul signature. Oh, yes, out now. And there goes the metal. I see see just like bits and pieces of the metal going. And then we replace it with the the source light, the crystal white light, the monoatomic light. Yeah. Right into the brain. Third eye. Pint meal. And that just increased the frequency, so that just lit up the brain. Now let's do this. Let's harmonize to your soul signature. So our soul is made of light and sound, and it's coming down in a stream down our channel into the brain and through the crown and into the brain. And so let's harmonize the brain waves to the soul sound, harmonize the third eye, harmonize the right and left brain. So it's like you're turning on your own radio radio station and you're starting to run your soul tones, your soul harmonic. There we go. That soul that just went right in. Whew. 
the pineal acts as an antenna to our higher self. So we're syncing it up to the soul sound waves, the soul harmonics. Yep, there it goes. And that should ease out the clicking. We also have this crown, and I always see like the gold ring at the top of the head. Let's let's get that gold ring humming with your soul signature, your soul sound waves, your soul consciousness. There we go. Whew. And it's just maintaining the integrity of our antenna tower here to the soul frequency now and nothing else really locking to the soul frequency. As we lock to the soul frequency, it takes us all the way up the channel to our origin because we're tracking our soul signature. We're tracking our soul frequency. So it starts to link us up to our original star system through the soul signature, the soul frequency. And that's what we really want to be receiving, our soul starlight, our soul communication from our origin. And that starts to come down the channel into the pineal crystal and then into the neural pathways in the brain. Oh, that's beautiful. Let everyone just breathe that in for a minute. Let your pineal, it's made of microcluster crystals, so it's like a multifaceted diamond crystal. Just let it light up with your soul starlight and communication from home. And then it starts to radiate it into the brain fluid that surrounds the pineal and then into the neural pathways in the brain and into the third eye. And it really enhances our ability to have that spiritual communication. It's like a it's like an internet. It's a, a network to home. Okay, if your feet are grounding this in, Sue, locking it in. grounding it in, spinning it in, locking it in at the feet onto your platform, your grounding platform. You might you might experience a little bit of release still, but just focus on the soul starlight coming in. Okay. Good job. Well, I'm glad you called in. I'm sure everybody benefited from that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Have a great weekend. Okay, you too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're right. I think think a lot of people um, can benefit from this. And um, actually, we've had two more people call in, so you still game to answer more questions? Sure, sure, sure. We are going to talk to Joanne now. She's got a question about the third chakra. Hi, Joanne. You are on the air. Or is it Joan? It's Joanne. Hi. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Ariel. Hi, Meg. Hi. Um, I'm I'm also part of Meg's membership on Wednesdays. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy it. It's it's really wonderful. Thank you. What's up for you today? Um. Well, uh, the past few weeks, I'm having some issues with my throat chakra, um, and I'm having some issues with swallowing, and you know, around mm. like the larynx and the voice box. Okay. All right. So let's go tune in. This, of course, is the fifth dimensional chakra. 
And as we open up the heart and we start rising higher, it will bring all this stuff up to the surface for healing and clearing. Ooh, okay, we're going to pull a constriction here. Think of it kind of like a, a ball of congestion here. We're just going to pull this out. It's coming out the front here, John. Ooh, start to move that out of the way. Oh, there we go. Just get it going. And then that opened up. It was kind of like a dam. And so as we pulled that, it opened up a release. So you're, I see the sludge kind of coming out of here. So let's, let me ask your soul what this is that's releasing. We're going to just spin it into the light, return it home to the great central sun. There's a lot of persecution coming out of here, Joanne. So this is this would be stuck emotion. It could be unexpressed emotion. It could be unexpressed truth. It could be where your voice was silenced. Oh, here comes more. We send this into the light. Whoa, there goes some more. It was other people's projections that was also stuck there because it wasn't your energy. It didn't originate, originate from you. It was kind of suspended there and and but not really integrating because it wasn't of your of your own soul signature. So it was so they're saying it was projection. So other people speaking for you or other people uh, forcing truths on you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's do this. Let's do uh, hold an intention. Let's just set the intention that we are going to now reverse spin out of the throat chakra and the outlying area, any energy that was projected in from the external collective field. So this is where we're not allowing it to be present anymore. We're not giving it your power. We're not even uh, allowing it to persist. So we're going to reverse spin it back out through time. Any projections from those around you, and it could be past life persecutors as well. So there it goes. There's even Atlantean persecution here. Keep reverse spinning it out. We're sending it to the great central sun. Oh, my goodness. There goes more. Huh, finally. Okay, so now I can actually see your throat chakra. Let's get your soul light to fill it. So it's like you're coming in now, claiming this as your sacred space. This is your fifth chakra. This is your your expression, your truth, your essence. And so you're streaming your soul light down the channel into the throat chakra. Let's fill it in and you just soak in with your light. You can put your soul symbol in it, your soul signature in it, claim it as yours. There you go. You're getting in it. And as you bring your soul presence in, your soul light in, you're also bringing in your soul truth. This is your soul mastery, your soul truth, your soul's knowledge. For one thing that happens is when we bring in our soul truth, then we're responsible to express it in the now moment. Okay, good. It's going in. No one will silence you again. Because as you bring in the soul truth, the soul consciousness, the soul essence, you're bringing in your soul power. And that's more of your divine masculine that will give you the courage to express your truth in every moment. 
And this really is what the fifth dimension is all about. It's where we're living in integrity, what we say, what we think, what we feel, how we behave, our choices, our actions, they're all in alignment with the soul truth. Oh, that's good. I could feel that union building in your throat now. So you could still be releasing going into the coming weeks anything remaining of that persecution, but they're saying to just hold focus in front of you to the solstice for that. It's going to be your breakthrough moment here. Does that make sense, hon? It does. Um, in addition to um, running the Taurus uh, where the um, – the opening is vertical, or the the pillar is vertical. Can yes. we also run it where the the pillar is uh, horizontal, where we're spinning it out? Do, do you know what I mean? Um, you don't need to the the actual still point. So when you create the vacuum state in the center of your torus at the heart and solar plexus, this will begin to create that natural rotation. Out and then in, out and then in. You don't have to project any energy horizontally. Okay, thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, it's a it's a natural geometric shape, the torus, and so it will run it will run beautifully. I found though that when we lose our center, we're we're not in our still point in, in the core and the heart solar plexus, we lose our center, then the torus has trouble running. So that would be what I would focus on. That's what I do when I start to have an an emotional uh uh energy lifting up for clearing and I, I'm feeling it very strongly. Um I'll fo do my best to focus on holding the still point in the core while it's clearing so that the torus can, can move it out faster. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just run your figure eights to maintain the still point in the core and in the brain, and then that will support the torus running on its own. And bring in, it just creates this beautiful continuum of bringing in all that we need down the channel and into our energy body and into our lives. Oof, I can feel that grounding now. Okay, it's spinning and grounding at your feet now, locking in. You're, I could, you're still releasing, so you probably will notice that will continue to release for a while. Yeah, I, I can feel it releasing. My, my body is uh, I'm kind of uh, like shaking in a way. So I feel yeah. Energy, yeah. It's coming off, yeah. And you could direct it, just keep directing it into source light, and that way then it's getting transmuted as it's releasing. Okay. Good, good job. Good. Well, thanks for calling in. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, Joanne. Bye-bye. So um, next we're going to be talking to Debbie. Okay, hi. hi. You're on the air with Meg. Hi, Meg. How are you? Hi, Debbie. What's coming up for you? Um, well, I have, like, a lot of anxiety and fear, so I don't know if you could help me release that. Is it particular fear or anxiety, or is it more general? I think it's general. More general? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it could be fear of separation, too, I think. Now, when you talk about fear of separation, are you talking about loss? Yeah, I think maybe because when I was little, my mother like almost passed away so many times on me growing mm -hmm. up, and I didn't have her really bonding when I was born. She was in the hospital for like a year. So I think okay. I'm always afraid of that type of thing happening. Okay, so let's go tune into the heart and where that is running in your energy system. Let's just tune into where there's the fear and anxiety. 
and it takes us into the inner child consciousness inside. Ooh, okay, so what I'm hearing is to invite in Divine Mother to step in and have her come in and connect with her and have her connect with your inner child where she could pick up her child and hold her in her arms and just start to wrap blankets of love around her, like a cocoon of love around your inner child where you did not get the maternal love that you needed at that time. So we're going to now start to bring it in from Divine Mother. Oh, there we go. And as she's creating this warm pink, light pink cocoon of love around your little girl, around your inner child, you can, com- you can command and instruct your inner child to release the pain and the suffering and the, and the wounding uh, and the fear. Whew. Divine Mother will take it from her. Here we go. Starting to offload it. It's very old. So just let it lift up. It's, you don't need this anymore. You don't need this running in you. Oh, there goes more. It's coming out of your solar plexus and heart. And it's what we're doing is we're inserting and recoding the presence of the divine feminine, the divine maternal energy to always be there now. So there's no lack. There's no missing of this. There's no worry of losing it or separation from it. Oh, it's taking hold in your heart. And I did this for my inner child, and, and I, I have her always in this loving pink cocoon. It's like almost like being in the womb space of Divine Mother. She loves it. She, it. It nourishes her. She feels safe in it. She feels loved. And she's still very, very alive and present in me in the daily life. Oh, there goes more. We've got morphic fields coming off you of fears, just letting those kind of roll off your back and release. And I also had to step in as the adult and parent my child. So there was fragmented aspects of my child consciousness that got stunted and did not develop. And so we're, we're, let's focus on those fragments of the child consciousness they need to catch up. They need to grow and develop and mature and catch up with the rest of you. So to do this, working with fragmented aspects of ourselves, anytime we have any kind of trauma, our, our human psyche usually will disassociate and have some kind of fragmenting happen. So what I would do, Debbie, is in, I would invite all soul fragments into this healing light chamber, which is your chakra pillar. So this is your light chamber. I would invite them in before I would go to sleep and let in the healing chamber all night and help them heal and mend and integrate back into the soul presence. And some were very quick and some took like months. You know, So I just would hold them in here in the healing chamber and let them heal at their own pace Let's call in those, the, especially the child fragments. Okay. Ooh, all the way in. Call them into the healing chamber here with the soul. Oh. And it's interesting when I see them come in. They're kind of like like shards of 
crystal, but they're covered with pain. And so as they come in, the pain is what heals and, and mends, and then the, the crystal pieces integrate back with the soul. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Ooh, they're coming in. So you can do this every day, and and it's quite a profound process. It's called the soul retrieval process. And so one of the reasons why we want to heal our fragmented self is those fragments you're bringing in are lost parts of your power. So as they heal and mend and integrate, you're reintegrating soul power that had been lost. And this is how oh, we get stronger and stronger. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oof, still coming in. Also, our child aspect of us is our creative, that's our creative juice. You know, that's the, that's the part of us that is creative and fun-loving and joy-filled. And so as the child fragments heal and integrate back in, you, you get all of those stronger in you. So you start to feel more creative and more joyful and, and just lighthearted. Okay. So you're having both happen at the same time right now. I can still feel and see the 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 tense kind of the body tension and the fear and anxiety. It's rolling off your back, and the soul fragments are coming into the heart as well at the same time. So that would be something to keep an eye on. Both of those processes. Why feel any different or like notice it or? Uh, you will gradually over time start to feel less shattered and weakened and stronger and whole again. Okay. And when we get, when we integrate the fragments and we start to feel whole again, there's really not much that can shake our inner strength and core resilience so that we don't get afraid like we used to when we were younger. You, you just start to feel very strong and capable to handle what life brings you. Okay. It's a, it's a weak and feminine that needs to be rebuilt. That's part of this fragmenting that's coming in. It's, and it's bringing in more of your divine masculine power, which is our courage and our confidence and what we use to take action and protect ourselves and provide for ourselves. And so that as the weak and feminine is, is healed and the masculine grows inside you, you won't feel the same fears that you used to. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I used, to, nice. I used to be overwhelmed with fear when I was younger, and I don't feel any of it anymore. It's horrible. I wake up in the middle of the night, no reason at all. I'm just, I feel afraid, but and I don't know what it is. I just feel fear, and it's like I hate that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can when you feel it, you can you can just gently start to spin it into source light, so that you don't just sit in it. You don't want to just sit in it. So when when you feel it, you've just locked onto it, and you can start moving it into the light, so it it dissolves. Um, also, too, like I stand, white light. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You're using your right brain. That's the holographic brain that we use to imagine and visualize. It's very powerful. So when you visualize it, um, just real quick, the left brain is connected to your physical body. Your right brain is connected to your energy body. When you use your right brain and you visualize that you're moving the energy, it's moving in your energy body. Okay. It's very real. It's it's happening. Um, 
if we only live in our left brain and then we're locked into the physical body and we aren't accessing just, you know, three quarters of who we are, we're only accessing three dimensions of the 12 dimensions, very limited. So you want to start to open up the right brain. I encourage everybody to visualize and imagine and open to your intuition and, and use that right brain. That's what's connected to your energy body and that's what we need to use to activate it. So use your imagery and your intention to move that fear that you're feeling right into source light. It will start to dissolve and you're cleaning it out of you is what you're doing. You're, di- you're removing it. You're diminishing it. Can I say something like my intent is to release a fear into the white light and just visualize yes. like darkness going into the sun or the yes. light like that? Yes. So, okay. Very, it's very effective. Yes. Okay, you then, right. at that point, you're starting to take command over your own energy body at that point. Yes. Oh, okay. It's very empowering. So that way then you're, you're cleaning up the fear from the past and you're also bringing in more of your soul to be really feeling capable and, and confident to handle what life brings. So no more fear. But the one thing I do want to mention, and this, this, I bet a lot of starseeds can relate to this. We have been thousands of years in this time matrix, and so we've been experiencing duality and separation and a weakened state, a disconnected state. And so in a way, we have running in us some level of post-traumatic syndrome. And so I even will catch this uh, every once in a while myself and it's so it's in your human psyche it's running in the human psyche and so they're they have endured so much over these many lifetimes that they're kind of bracing waiting you know for the next shoe to drop <laughs> you know they're waiting right. for the next attack <laughs> and so this is this is needing to be healed in the human psyche so to not get discouraged if you catch that it it really more memory-based now and not happening in the current uh, situation. Um, when, I, when I catch a twinge of that fear where I feel my body tense up and it's literally bracing for an attack, I realized something triggered the memory of the past attacks. And so again, usher it into the light. And so that we're even dissolving the memories of the past. Okay. Okay, that sounds great. Yes. We're going to get free of it all. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, I am I'm watching the clock and we have we have just time hopefully for two more and that okay. is how many people are waiting. And we are going to talk to Yvonne in just a second here. Hi, Yvonne. You are on the air with Meg. Oh, hi. Hi, Meg. Um, I think the last woman kind of um, worked its way into what my my situation is. Um, I'm still. A, um, thank you. Um, I still. I feel this this year. The collective energies have just shifted a lot, but I'm still extremely sensitive to them. 
I believe one of my, you know, part of my work is transmuting them. Okay. And so one of the things that I have just been trying to clear for years is like the suicidal, once I'm in those energies, just wanting to be out. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's uh, let's tune into where those are running in your system. And it could be that you're picking it up in the collective field as well. Okay, hold on, Yvonne. Let me just tune in here to your heart, to the soul. All right, so you do have a morphic field here of that consciousness. So let me ask, I'm just going to ask your soul why this is here, if there's anything we need to do to shift it. Here we go. Okay, we're going to get into that morphic field, and it's filled with despair. And let's visualize it like a balloon full of the despair. We're going to start to move it into the great central sun. Let's lift it off planet into the galactic core. Whoa, there we go, where it can start to dissolve into the the rays of the great central sun. Okay, that just released off your field. Okay, it's coming out. So what they're saying is they want you to redirect this energy anytime you pick it up back Mm -hmm. to the great central sun. Okay, what's happening, not only with the migration of the dark entities, but also we're getting like the pollution off this planet and we're getting the pain off this planet and all of it, the trauma off this planet. And so they're saying you, once you are aware of it, you immediately, I mean, you can even just point your finger and go, go, and you start directing it away off the planet. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it mm-hmm. moves. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost couldn't call. It, it was so, like, it was so strange. It was like, it was so intense that I was afraid yeah. to call you, you know. But it's ah, been just a, yeah ongoing thing it's like and then I have a couple days you know fifth dimensional energy and I I forget about it you know Mm -hmm. and then it just comes and we just had all that flooding here in Texas Mm -hmm. yeah I pick up on all of that and uh yeah it's rough I can't you know it's hard to keep going well okay so what they're what they're saying is you're moving to the next level of doing this work and so you're you're picking up the morphic fields around you of the, the the pain, the suffering, the despair, but it's really now take it to the next level. And and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you become the director of the hologram. You start to direct where the energies are to go and so that they can't lock in and sink in and hold on. So it's mm-hmm. more of you're like the cleanup crew and you're just boop, mm-hmm. out out you could just keep moving it out you're cleaning it out of the grids okay so it's like when i when i sense it then it's almost like when you're working with someone and they have something come up and then it's just like okay let's get this out okay yes don't think into it you don't need to go into any of it yeah i mean it's funny i i this year it's been different you know the way my body feels and everything but um yeah, there's just still this incredible heaviness that hits me, and it's just, oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's where your antennas picked it up. 
so your chakra yeah. antenna has picked up the morphic field and you're like, Ugh. but at that point you're just like, okay, here's another one directed. And there is a vortex spinning around earth counterclockwise that you can call on to help you move those morphic fields off the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Has that been a part of my work? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I it is going. It is mm-hmm. going to the next level because we are cleaning the space up now. We're cleaning the the earth plane up now. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. And oh, thank you. I mean, you could hear even when I tried to talk, I couldn't hear the talk. <laughs> I was like, "What is this that I'm afraid to ask not to want to die?" <laughs> yeah, you just want to be enjoy. Yeah. It, all of us, which is, we just want to be enjoyed. That's our natural state. That's our natural condition. So anything yeah, that's I mean, not yeah. of joy needs to be clear, needs to be transmuted. Okay. All right. Well, I will do that then. I'm going to be okay. sending lots of, lots of balloons up to the center, <laughs> to that black hole up there. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. And I just love the great central sun. I, I just, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. That's it's like the portal. Min- yeah. That's our portal to the multiverse. That's the stargate to the mul- That's the stargate to a lot of our homes. That's yes. so beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you. And I never, it's so funny, but I always see that they have a program with you when I, when I need it. So um, <laughs> thank you, Spirit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you, Spirit. All right. And the best to you and everyone there. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Well, we just have a few minutes left, but we're going to try to squeeze in just one more caller, and we're going to talk to Adam in just a second. I'm getting the microphone open. Okay. Adam, you're on the air with Meg. Okay. Meg, I got some blockages, but I don't can't understand. How do you experience it? Uh, well, I know so much that's going on right now, and I... I tend not to worry, but I think I'm worried about it. Okay, so let's go to the mind here, Adam. I'm picking up some entanglement of the 3D matrix. It, so I always see it kind of like a like a dark web, if you can imagine that, and it gets plugged into our brain and into the reptilian brainstem. It gets plugged into the chakras and the spine and the tailbone, and we need to disentangle from it to be in our sovereignty. And so let's... If you can imagine like your body is suspended in the web, we're going to just gradually, gently pull the plugs. Let's just disentangle you from the web. Here we go. So they're starting to pop out of the chakras, almost like dark octopus arms, just popping them out, unplugging. There we go. We got unplugged out of the brainstem. Get it off the crown, out of the third eye. All right, good. There goes more. And what you want to do is imagine that you are in a pillar of light. It's almost like the Star Trek beam. You're in the pillar of light, and it's your new home, and you are free from the matrix, free from the web. There goes more. Okay, good. You're starting to move into the pillar of light. 
So this is going to be your new home base. This is for all of us. We are literally shifting from an old matrix reality into our own pillar of light reality. They're very different. Ah, good, Adam. You just shifted into it. So you're going to get your feet locked onto the crystalline grid inside your pillar of light. Oof, good. There you go. And once we get into this space, then the mind can actually start to open up. Then the chakras can start to open up. Then your your neural network up to your higher self can start to open up because you're in your sovereign space. Whoa. We're spinning really fast right now, grounding you to your pillar of light on your path of light. Whew. And we've got some mind control programming coming out. So as I mentioned earlier, you would probably want to do a, a metal, a heavy metal cleanse out of the brain fluid. Okay. Oh. Also, build up your electrolytes. You may want to take silica to help the light be able to metabolize easier into your body. Okay, how about enzymes? Yes, enzymes are really good. Um, liquid minerals are going to be helpful. And what I do as well is I put sliced lemon and cucumber in water and drink it day and night. And this, the cucumber is loaded with silica, and that will help as well. Okay. And the lemon, the lemon will alkaline and help the electrolytes. Ooh, okay. here we go. You're starting to light up here. Whew. So I, excellent. I, yeah. Should I cut out coffee? Um, I'm hearing you you could cut back so that you can start to actually feel your neurological system stronger. It's in a way it's overriding it. Okay. So if you could cut back on coffee then it gives you a chance to start to feel the light running through your uh through your neuro neurological so your axial tonal lines through your neurological system and then it's going to give you the natural um, life force and you won't need ca a caffeine as much. Okay. It's going to start to regenerate you. It's going to start to charge you up. What I would do, and this is something I do, I've been doing it for 20 years. I get up in the morning and I ground my feet onto the crystalline global grid. I just make that as my intention and I visualize locking my feet chakras. They work like magnets and I get them right onto the crystalline global grid. That way then you are choosing to anchor and ground onto the fifth dimensional earth and this will start to support the light body to be able to live on that light, that electrical current which is what we want. We want to really amp that up. No. And it will also start to push out of you the density. And so that we, we've been talking about that the whole show is just keep getting the sludge out, get the dense sludge out, get the, the lower consciousness out, get the toxic emotions out. We're all in this process of, of cleansing and purifying the old energies 
so the body can really run on light. But you're in it. You're in the process of it. So don't let the mind tell you otherwise, Adam. You are right in it. You're in the ascension. Yeah, yeah I know I'm in it, but uh, I knew I had a lot of blockages. <laughs> we all have. We all have had stuff. So it's it just takes some diligence <laughs> to keep it, keep moving it out. Okay. Um, one thing that might be helpful to to anybody who's drawn to the, working with this technique is if you go to my website and sign up for my newsletter, you'll get a free download and it'll give you like a 30-minute meditation that will activate the entire sacred geometry and portal to the quantum field and help you clean out and spin out the, the lower density. So that's there for everybody to work with if they want. And the name of your website? The website is newearthcentral.com. Okay. And it feels like it will speed things up for you. It will help you. That's what it works does for me and, and my clients who work with it. It 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 just really accelerates things. It speeds up the cleansing and the clearing and the activations. Okay. I'll try that. Oof. You're still you're still opening. I can still feel you. Your energy. So your chakra pillar in the center is still opening and expanding and filling with light now. So you probably will have that happening through the night. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help. And 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 make sure you ground because you got to think about it too. You know, it's like putting your finger in a light socket. If you're not grounded, you're going to blow out your circuit. So keep grounding so you can run more light. Okay, but I live on the third floor. That's okay. You're going to use your right brain and visualize you're right on Earth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling, Adam. Thank you, dear. Thanks, Adam. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, Meg, I'm just amazed. The, the, the caliber of work that you do is just singular and and I'm so glad that you have been so generous with your time and your energies and our audience um and I think that it would really benefit everyone to visit your website. I know you've got some some free downloads there and you've got just a wealth of resources um your your show is on blog yeah. talk radio is it yep. is it new earth central is the yes. name of your okay yeah so yeah, anybody, um, you know how to get to Blog Talk Radio and just uh, search New Earth Central and um, make There's shows. There's several years of shows there that, and we do a lot of activations and healings on the shows. And what's so great about the shows is because we're doing it in the vortex, it's it eliminates time, so you can go right into working with the shows and get the activations because we coded them with no time so they're at they're encoded to work at any time so it's yeah years of shows there that you can work with well, that's that's just a fabulous resource yeah. and um, i just want to bring lavendar on for a moment because we're about to wrap it up okay yes meg i wanted to ask you what you think about the metal being in bodies and how that the cell phone towers and cell phones may be oh. activating the metal in people's bodies 
Absolutely. And it's even um, relay stations with satellites. This is how the mind control is getting pumped into us. And so it is catching into the, the liquid metal, especially in the brain fluid. Every time I work with someone and pull out implants, pull out artificial intelligence, it's always locked onto the liquid metal. So that seems to be the medium that they're using to do the mind control. And, and I've worked with, over the years, I've worked with several different types of zeolite products, but I never had the success that I've had working with TRS, which is uh, what I sell at my healing center. And it's, it is very advanced nanotechnology that literally creates like a basket around the artificial intelligence and the metal and removes it from the system. Um, so anything that you can do to clean that out is, I found when I went through, I did um, about four months of using the, the product and it even removed even like addictive thinking, uh, negative thinking, like it's going to clean up your thinking. It's going to clean up your mind. It's, it's I think, a, a very important piece that everyone is going to have to do at some point to get completely free from the matrix control. Uh, can you send me the link to that product? I, I would yes. love to, to have it for our star seeds. Definitely, definitely, hey, yes. Me. I really want to see it. Well, thank you so much for being on our oh, show. Oh, my always pleasure. Love you. And one of these days I'm going to surprise you and just show up. <laughs> I love it. And hopefully one of these days I can go to Crystal Quest with you guys. <laughs> we need to do that for each other. So back yes. to you, Arielle. Okay. Well, Meg, it is always such a pleasure. I always look forward to shows when you're going to be with us because you are such a light on the planet and you're so generous with your knowledge and your work. Um, and I really encourage everyone to check out your website. And if you're, if you're in the Mount Shasta area, um, you know, go say hi. And yeah, there, come by uh, the Healing Center. Your, yeah, the, it's Mount Shasta, and that's just MT, Shasta uh-huh. Quantum Healing Center dot com is the website for the Healing Center. So yeah. really encourage everyone to do that. And if you are in that area, um, go to the festival on the on the yes. solstice. I'm sure that's going to Come be a great. Come join us for the solstice. Yes, it'll be yes, a blast. It'll be a wonderful <laughs> experience. Yes. So, Thank Meg, you for having me. I love you both. It's always a pleasure to be here, and I I just love sharing this. This is me doing my purpose, sharing sharing this work. So thank you. Oh, you are so welcome, and we love you too. So on behalf of everyone here at Starseed Radio Academy, we thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. And until then, just share your light and ground yourself when you bring in more and more light as we're learning from Meg tonight. So see you next week, everyone. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 